Salam Salam from BA. This is the Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 1st of December 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. The peace agreement between the Ethiopian government and the Tigray People's Liberation Front, or TPLF, is in its implementation phase and it looks like things are going smoothly. The two mediators, Olusegun Obasanjo, the African Union's, or AU, special envoy and former Nigerian president, and Fumzile Mlambo, the former deputy president of South Africa, arrived into Grace capital Mekele on Thursday the 24th. Obasanjo and other representatives of the AU went to Mekele to observe the implementation of the agreement and check whether the AU could help. The delegate spoke with top TPLF officials and religious figures. Debret Sion Gebra Michael, the chairman of the TPLF, told the delegate that the only challenge so far has been the extended stay of the Eritrean army in Tigray. He urged the Ethiopian government and the international community to push the troops out of the region. Religious figures in the region also talked to the delegate about the Eritrean army and how limited access to humanitarian aid is affecting Tigrayans. The delegates told the religious figures that they have talked to the federal government about providing urgent humanitarian aid and making foreign powers leave the region. Speaking of aid, the World Food Programme, or WFP, released a report on Friday the 25th on how it's been operating since the peace agreement opened all for road corridors to Tigray. The corridors opened on the 15th of November and since then the WFP has transported in almost 100 trucks with more than 2,400 metric tons of food that could feed about 170,000 people. The program has also transported 100,000 liters of fuel to the region. Even though this is a significant number, the WFP said that it has limited access to central and eastern Tigray. It added that about 170,000 mothers and children need food urgently. Many Ethiopians hope that these kinds of conflicts never happen again and some trust that the newly established National Dialogue Commission is the long-term solution to conflicts. The commission was instituted eight months ago but is yet to hold its first-ever national dialogue. The Commission had plans to hold the first installment of the dialogue in November, but that didn't materialize. Commissioner Malaku Waldemariam was asked about the delay, to which he replied that the Commission is taking its time to ensure the success of the dialogue. However, the Commissioner did not mention when it's going to be held just that it will take time because of the importance of the event. The UN Secretary General, Antonio Guterres, was in Ethiopia on Thursday the 1st. Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed 
tweeted that he had a productive meeting with the Secretary General on various issues. PM Abi also had a meeting with the AU Commission Chairman Musa Faki Mahamat. He closed off his tweet by saying that he looks forward to a strengthened collaboration. On Saturday the 26th, the National Election Board revealed that it will hold a re-election in Bule, in the Oromia region, after a party appealed about irregularities in the sixth national election held a year and a half ago. The board plans to hold the election on the 6th of February next year, around the same time it is going to hold a referendum in the southern region for the establishment of the country's 12th region. On the following day, the Immigration, Nationality and Vital Events Agency said that it has lifted preconditions required to get a passport. Applicants had to provide medical records or proof that they got a scholarship to get a passport, but now the agency says payment is enough. Applicants will have to pay 40 US dollars to get a 32-page passport in five days and 60 US dollars to get it in two days. Ethiopia hosted the 17th edition of the International Internet Governance Forum. It began on Monday the 28th of November and will last until Friday the 2nd of December. State representatives from all over the world were in Addis to attend this forum that focused on the development of internet infrastructure and cybersecurity, among other things. There are more than 40 universities in Ethiopia, but the quality of education they provide is questionable. On top of that, university teachers frequently complain about low wages and benefits. It seems like this discontent is at a tipping point. A letter from teachers threatening to strike as of Monday the 5th of December has been circulating throughout social media. Teachers of some universities have confirmed to media outlets that they plan on going ahead with the strike. However, the Teachers and Technical Assistants Association revealed that it has not called a strike and does not recognize the one called by the letter. Samuel Kifla, the Deputy Minister of Education, told the House of Representatives Committee on Monday the 28th that the Ministry is talking to the Association to resolve issues. Amele Work Hesekiel, the PR head of the Ministry, said that questions raised by teachers will only be addressed through the Association and the Ministry. The Ministry of Education was in news again as it revealed that it is preparing to administer university exit exams online. Deputy Minister Dr. Samuel said this at a meeting with representatives of higher education institutions. Dr. Samuel said that the university exit exams, which will be given to all university students for the first time, will also be administered to evening and distance students. The Deputy Minister urged universities and colleges to make sure 
that they have the infrastructure to hold the exams online. Moving on, Ethio Telecom, the country's only state-owned telecom services provider, said on Tuesday the 29th that it has encountered problems with high bandwidth carrying internet cables. The company said that it is currently providing internet service through cables and that this could result in interrupted or low-speed internet. The company apologized to its users in a statement and added that it is working with service providers to fix the cables. Next up, the largest private bank in Ethiopia, Awash Bank, has decided to increase its paid-up capital to a billion US dollars. The decision was made on Saturday this 26th at a shareholders meeting. The decision propels Awash beyond the Commercial Bank of Ethiopia in paid-up capital. The decision was made due to competition posed by the entry of foreign banks into the Ethiopian market. In other news, the Ethiopian Food and Drugs Authority revealed on Wednesday the 30th that a baby formula milk brand called Nido fortified powdered milk is not safe to consume. The authority said that it has verified that the imported powder milk has expired back in September 2021 after checking the barcode. However, the expiry date on the lid says it's good until 2024. The authority urged the public to refrain from buying and consuming the product. And to wrap up this edition, if you are in Addis and you are wondering where you should spend the weekend, we have a suggestion. A family circus show is going to be held at the Zoma Museum on Saturday the 3rd in the evening. If you are into circus, you should definitely check it out. Entrance is just 250 burr or 5 US dollars for adults and just 100 burr or 2 US dollars for kids. And that's it for this week. You know, every week we work hard to pick what the most important stuff is in Ethiopia. What's talked about the most, what's big but flies under the radar. All the main stuff. Are we getting the mix right? Not a specific thing we have missed, although you can tell us that too. What types of information do you want more or less of? Let us know at ethiopia at rorschach.com. Ciao!